Hello and welcome back to the Redacted Conversation Podcast. So this one's going to be a little bit shorter. This week's been kind of crazy. I haven't had time to do anything. But I wanted to do something, so here we go. Now, if you've seen the news lately, you know I had to start today's off with a special mention. Marjorie Taylor Greene's husband has filed for divorce. And what's so ironic about it is that she's always promoting conservative Christian and family values. Well, it turns out she was cheating on her husband. Not that that should surprise anybody. Really, what should surprise people is that that many people actually want to be with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, Perry Greene, her soon-to-be ex-husband, is asking to seal the divorce proceedings because their significant privacy interest in sealing the records outweighs the public's minuscule interest in access to show said records according to court documents. Now, Marjorie released a statement on the matter. She said, marriage is a wonderful thing and I'm a firm believer in it. Ironic for her to say that. Our society is formed by a husband and a wife creating a family to nurture and protect. Together, Perry and I formed our family and raised three great kids. He gave me the best job title you can ever earn, mom. And I'll always be grateful for how great of a dad he is to our children. Now, her husband also released a statement. Marjorie has been my best friend for the last 29 years and she has been an amazing mom. Our family is the most important thing we've ever done. As we go on different paths, we will continue to focus on our three incredible kids and their future endeavors and our friendship. I mean, I'm sure she's been a great mom, you know, teaching her kids about the Jewish space lasers and stuff. I'm going to watch it going forward, but I mean, honestly, it's pretty hypocritical that she's expecting privacy. After all the times in the past that she's actually harassed others with her unfounded conspiracy theories and like anti-Semitic rhetoric. But again, what can you expect? Now, if you haven't checked out The Transformed Wife on Twitter, I'd highly suggest it. But she threw out a post not that long ago with a handwritten list of how a feminist might raise her daughter as opposed to how a Christian would. And it really didn't work in her favor. So first off, we have a feminist will raise a daughter to be a feminist. Seems kind of obvious. A Christian will raise a daughter to do God's will. But what if God's will is for her to be a feminist? See how that doesn't work? Next, a feminist will raise a daughter to be ready for college and a career as well as to be independent. And I mean, okay, how is that bad? A Christian will raise her to be a wife, mother, and a homemaker, as well as to be dependent on God and his will. So I guess God doesn't want women in college? And again, what if it's God's will for her to go to college? Just saying. A feminist will raise a daughter to be outspoken, dress however she wants, be loud in church, assuming she even goes to church, and submit to no one except for a boss or a supervisor at work. A Christian will raise her to be meek and have a quiet spirit, dress modestly, because, you know, purity culture did, you know, a whole lot of good for a whole lot of people. And to be silent in church and submit completely to her husband. Yeah, because that doesn't sound like a recipe for abuse. Finally, a feminist will raise her daughter to be single and have abortions. Because you know that's what they think. That every non-Christian or feminist parent specifically teaches their daughters to be single and have enough abortions to qualify for a punch card at the clinic. A feminist will also raise her daughter to use birth control. Now, this point doesn't make sense to me because you don't want them having abortions, but you also don't want them to have birth control, which prevents abortions. I don't get it. And they will also be taught to twist and manipulate God's words as if everyone, you know, is just out to ruin Christianity. As if they don't twist and manipulate the Bible a lot. A Christian will teach her to marry and bear children, be fruitful and multiply, and pursue sexual purity. Again, purity culture didn't really help anybody. So yeah, I'm pretty confident in saying that didn't really work out in her favor. Small mention here, apparently Ben Shapiro, when I saw this on Twitter, is really, really upset about Lizzo playing a 200-year-old crystal flute that was owned by James Madison, and as he said, twerking with it. Now, if you watch the video, you'll realize that he doesn't know what twerking actually is, but, you know, it's a whole other story. Shapiro now believes that she has completely disrespected American history. But, I mean, come on, she's a popular performer with a large platform. 
you can't tell me that if anything, she's actually getting kids interested in history. She was even quoted as saying, we just made history tonight. Thank you for the Library of Congress for preserving history and making history cool. But if you know anything about Ben Shapiro, he's got to fill time on a show somehow. And this kind of happens to be how he does it. Manufacturing outrage over absolutely nothing. You know, you'd think with everything going on right now that he would have something else to talk about, but these really are the things that he obsesses over or really what his audience obsesses over and he knows he has to deliver. And while I was on Twitter, I also saw pictures of a baptism that Greg Locke was giving. I know that you can't see it. I really wish that like I could show the picture, but I know you can't see it. So just imagine I'm going to set the scene. There's a large metal tub on top of a green tarp laying on the floor. Greg Luck on one side of the tub, baptizing a woman. On the wall next to them, a giant thin blue line flag with the word Trump on it. This man is literally baptizing people under the name of Trump. We don't see a problem here? Seriously? Talk about idols. I can't be surprised though, because he's still promoting the big election lie even now. Speaking of Locke though, he's going to be part of a large Christian conference happening November 4th and 5th. It's called the Reawaken America Tour, and it looks like it'll be an absolute mess. Kevin Sorbo, Mike Lindell, Eric Trump, Alex Jones, Charlie Kirk are all going to be speaking there. And that should really tell you all you need to know. It's like basically the Christian nationalist wet dream of a conference. Now, I don't have a trash preacher this week, but I do have a trash person. And I mentioned her in the beginning of this episode, Marjorie Taylor Greene. We're all targets now, though, for daring to push back against the regime. And it doesn't stop at a weaponized legal system. I'm not going to mince words with you all. Democrats want Republicans dead, and they've already started the killings. An 18-year-old boy was run down by a Democrat driver who confessed to killing the teenager simply because he was a Republican. Even right here in Michigan, just last week, an 83-year-old woman was shot in the back for advocating for the unborn. Joe Biden has declared every freedom-loving American an enemy of the state. But under Republicans, we will take back our country from the communists who have stolen it and want us to disappear. We will expose the unelected bureaucrats, the real enemies within, who have abused their power and declared political warfare on the greatest president this country has ever had. Where do I even begin with this one? Honestly, how much do I even need to say? It's all a part of the plan. Keep them afraid, right? And man, does she have a skill for doing that at least. It's the only thing she's good at, but she is good at it. And what's ironic about this is that she herself has talked about wanting a civil war. She wants violence. She wants division. But honestly, I think that's why she's talking about this, to distract from her own hateful rhetoric. Just my opinion, of course. So I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know it was short. Next week might be a little bit shorter, too. It's been super, super busy. And on top of that, focusing on YouTube so much, because I'm really trying to grow on there. And all the other things that I've been doing, I'm really just trying not to burn out. But I'll keep doing the best I can. So I hope you guys enjoyed it and I will talk to you next week.